0: hey guys i'm joe and i'm sasha we're your host and you're
1: tuned in to the unveiling her podcast a podcast where we discuss real topics emphasis on the real pertaining to our faith culture and daily struggles as women thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy the show hey guys welcome to the unveiling her podcast this is your girl joe and this is Sasha, and welcome to episode five. Yes, ma'am. We're back like we never left. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> episode four, we talked about lonely seasons. And then, what else after that?
0: Oh, friendships. friendships. Yeah, yeah. we talked about friendships earlier.
1: And yeah. then comparison. I really forgot that we talked about comparison. There's just so much about comparison that we still could talk about, honestly. And then episode, our first episode, we talked about what does Unveiling her mean? Like the name and our um, just our desire concerning this podcast. So Lonely Seasons. Um, so how do you feel? Like, cause, you know, sometimes they say like after you minister or, or share with someone um, about a certain topic, then you find yourself getting tested with that very thing. So do you feel like you're tested still with the, the lonely feelings or like how do you feel is that something that you still trying to overcome absolutely um yeah let me make it really clear to you guys like
0: when we you know have these discussions um we're not talking from a place of you know m- m- maybe sometimes we are, but for the most part, we're not talking from a place of, we have it all together. Like we don't deal with these things. Mm -hmm. Um, we definitely still deal with them. I know just even speaking for my own self, I know like after we, we spoke about loneliness, I really feel like I started to feel even more lonely. Like I was already feeling, like I said, this is already like a lonely season of mine anyways. But, um, just after we discussed it, um, and talked about it, I feel like I really had to start combating those like negative thoughts I was having like you know just being alone and I think it's I think it has a lot to do with us like you know going into the holiday season it's about to be Christmas and um but yeah so you guys I would just want you guys to le- just want to let you guys know that you know we're never um really talking from a place of like yeah we have it all together because we don't um we're the same advice we give you guys is the same advice we're we're learning how to take for
1: our own selves as well so Right. but yeah but what about you yeah you're so right like low-key um I ag- like I agree um because you know sometimes too we may feel like we're over something and then until something else happens so like you said like holiday season is coming up and you know the weather is starting to get a little chilly that's what they call the cuddle weather you know and So, <laughs> so is you cuff- start- it is cuffing season it's cuffing <laughs> season nobody does people still say that anymore I haven't heard that
0: since I was in high school. Right.
1: Cuffing season. I be like, I ain't got nobody. But yes, <laughs> this is like cuffing season because everybody's in a relationship where like people are popping out with their booze on social media. You know, and you're like, okay, I don't know. And so, yeah, I, I agree. I like, Because of certain things, I'm like, dang, why do I feel this way? Mm -hmm. You need to start feeling lonely. Even if you have, you know, your family, your friends around you, there's still that part of you that maybe desire, you know, a relationship or whatever. So you feel lonely. And so, yeah, I agree. And it's already November. Like, that is crazy. Oh,
0: my gosh. I feel like October came, like, I feel like I blinked my eyes and then all of a sudden I was in November. Like, and to be Mm -hmm. quite frank, I feel like mentally I'm still in 2019 because, the way that twenty twenty okay. came, like I just feel like
1: I don't know. I'm just like where why I don't is, like November twenty twenty like <laughs> honestly i I literally think I'd be forgetting that this is twenty twenty one I'd be thinking this is still twenty twenty like yes. this is just a long twenty twenty year.
0: It's like a overlap. that's what it feels like,
1: mm-hmm. but yeah, like I, it was just October first, and it's already November yeah fifth, and so it's so crazy how. Yeah, time has gone by so fast, but it is holiday season. Everybody's skipping Thanksgiving, poor Thanksgiving, <sighs> and we just going straight to Christmas
0: no i I definitely love Thanksgiving but come on Christmas is the best time of the year it's the most wonderful time of the year mm-hmm. I love the music I love seeing people put up their lights um I feel like even for me like I'm about to do the most this this Christmas with my decorations uh, I got a tree and I'm so mad because why my tree a little toddler baby tree why <laughs> <laughs>
1: I learned like Charlie Brown they look yes.
0: like I was just so mad you see that's why you don't order off of Amazon you guys oh, <laughs>
1: friend. no you should just went to Walmart they have cheap nice trees
0: Ugh, I was trying to be cheap and I was trying <laughs> not to do the most but yeah I guess I'm gonna have to actually go in and get my tree mm-hmm. do you know that there are people that actually um cut down their trees like don't get like the fake
1: ones they get like real actually yeah. yeah, they're they're the people that I'd be saying do the most <laughs> I I guess because I never, like, really cared about Christmas trees. Like, I guess because, you know, growing up, my mom only put a tree up, like, once, honestly. And then we would always spend Christmas at my uncle's. And so, like, my grandma would, like, put up a tree every now and then. But I didn't really, like, in our household, we didn't have it. So I didn't really care much for it. Mm.
0: Yeah, I know. I feel like growing up, my mom definitely, she was very serious about, like, decorating the tree. Like, every year she had a different, like... um, color scheme going on yeah. so I think that's why I'm like really crazy about my Christmas tree too but not crazy enough to like want to pick one out just mm-hmm. quite yet maybe in the future yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I like I love Christmas I love Christmas season I feel like everybody's like more joyful and you know just in a happy spirit unless it's Black Friday but um Ooh, Black Monday, know, Friday. Look, listen them sales are coming up too I'm and I'm waiting I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, but um, one song, I love Christmas songs, but one song that I just, I'm, I'm really kind of tired of now that I'm happy that she got a new Christmas song coming out is All I Want for Christmas. <gasps> wow. Listen, I'm I, sorry. I love Mariah, but a little sis, I'm tired of that song.
0: Now, Joe, Jonique Johnson, you see, you made me call your whole government not name. my government name. Sis, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I look forward to that song every year like that's like one of the best part of christmas
1: i mean like- i can i can hear it once like once uh, but like if she keep uh, like every time bro like okay. okay she she did not say it like that
0: okay
1: uh, <laughs> even, even she tired of singing
0: <laughs> okay what about the chris brown one i feel like that's the one i'm tired
1: of yeah, i love chris brown so anything he does i'm just like a fan of. <laughs> this christmas one song that i do like is um Dang, I forgot it. There's a lot of like Christmas songs that I like. Uh, I forgot what it is. Oh, um. Dang, I forgot the title. Silent Night. No. Jingle bells. Jingle rock. Jingle bells. Jingle bell. Jingle bell. No, it's like a, it's like a a slow song. Like, um, uh, my Christmas list. Oh, growing up Christmas oh, twist. Oh, yes.
0: <sighs> Tell me yes. why. Okay, you guys, I was in choir. I know y'all are probably like, mm, she was in choir. She came and even sing. <laughs> in eighth grade, I was in choir and we had to sing that song.
1: I was in choir too. I think in seventh grade, they made everybody because I was in choir like seventh or eighth grade.
0: Say <laughs> in middle school. And funny enough, someone had to do the solo, right? Yeah, I really thought I could sing back then. So <laughs> I actually signed up to like audition for the solo. I didn't get the part. Okay, but. Yeah, Aww. I really do like that song. It's such a cute song.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's many. I'm just tired of her. Uh, but <laughs> Mariah Carey does got a new song with Kirk Franklin. And I think uh, Khalid, Khalid. Yeah, so they have a new Christmas song coming up. So mm-hmm. listen,
0: if you guys want us to um, come bring
1: some Christmas cheer with caroling, we do that Yay. too. Remember when I we did that good. in college? Yes, that was so fun. We should literally host an adult Christmas, a PG holy christmas party for adults and we should go caroling
0: we should i'm so down yeah
1: within but- our two friends i'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> jesus and who else holy <laughs> oh, spirit period. and god okay that's three friends period
0: Friend, we got friends stop stop we reading do I'm a, we do know yeah we do mm-hmm. Yeah, but this will be in the Dallas area only. We don't, not not here in Houston. So, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so back to lonely seasons. So that was, that's what brought us to talk about Christmas and stuff. But yeah, lonely seasons, it is holiday season. And honestly, that's when people feel like the most you know, alone, especially if they're going through lost or breakups or whatever. Yeah. This is the time of the year, unfortunately, where you will see a lot of people, um, you know, feeling that way. So just know you're once again, not alone. There is hope and yes, yeah, surround your people who love you. There are people who love you, even if you don't feel like it. Yeah.
0: That's so good. Yeah. This is definitely while, you know, this is the most wonderful time of the year, I do feel like a lot of people definitely, um, go through like seasonal blues or even depression, even during this season. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of that can just stem from, you know, just feeling isolated and feeling alone. And, um, I feel like that's why, like, we've been kind of pretty heavy on this loneliness topic, just because like, we know what this season brings, you know, and yes, it brings good tidings, but you know that there also comes that wave of depression for some people, or you know that just just feeling like by themselves. So, and then coupled with singleness,
1: sheesh, sheesh, and that's what we're talking about today. Singleness, yeah. and just and just relation and dating. Period. Like this is actually a two part, right?
0: So, yeah.
1: I'm excited for this because we're actually going to talk about singleness and then also like dating in, in you, you know, in your singleness and like mm-hmm. doing it the right way, healthy ways and all that. So, yeah. So this episode, we're really just going to talk about our
0: own experience with, um, yeah, singleness in our
1: 20s. Yay for us. We love it here. <laughs> we love it here. So fun. So no, great. really,
0: Lord. <laughs> all of
1: your timing i'm sick of no just kidding no we're not no we are truly enjoying our singleness and it's important um i feel like the season well i believe this season is very important you know because we talk to we have friends that are married we have friends that are in you know relationships and the thing that they always say to me that i kind of get tired of hearing but i'm starting to just take it in and accept it is enjoy your single season. I wish I could be single. Uh, I wish I could have been single a little longer before I got married. Mm. And I'm like, Mm. girl, bye. Like, it's easy for you to say, but at the end of the day, I have to receive and accept that and be like, okay, what am I missing in this season of singleness? Mm -hmm. Because as a Christian woman, you know, what does singleness look like? Let's just talk about that for a second. Like, what does singleness look like? Because some people feel like, especially if you're a believer that during your single season, like maybe, you, I don't know, like you can't date or mm-hmm. you have to just, I don't know, be isolated. Like, what does that look like? How does your season of singleness look like? Oh, wow. Put me on the spot. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, that was
1: a hard Was that a hard question?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was like, I feel like maybe I've just never heard it, you know, asked that Mm. way before but um what does Mm. singleness look like for me okay let me be very honest I definitely Mm. do have my days where I'm just like yeah you know I actually I'm enjoying this like you know it's just me and God I have time to really focus on my relationship with God because just like you said like you know when you do get in relationship that's another um responsibility and not to say that it should take your time away from God fully absolutely not right but um but yeah I do feel like during this season it's nice that it's just I just have my time to just focus on my relationship with God so that's been great but on the other hand do I have days where I um I hate it here (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um yeah you know I'll be honest like I'm not not every day is a day where I'm just so joyful to be single, you know what I mean. So it's been like it's been a roller coaster for me. Like I've had my times where I've, I've enjoyed it, but then you know there are also times where I do desire companionship, you know, and not just companionship in the in the sense of like friendship, but also companionship in the sense of a partner, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but like I said, yeah, but but it's been good at the same time. But yeah, but what about you? Are you? Would you say that you are? enjoying your singleness or what does that look like for you?
1: hmm yeah so for me um listen I've been I feel like I've been single for a while <laughs> like as far as like committed relationship it has been like oh wow you know so yeah um, man, you've been single since,
0: I, since I've known you same for me Hi. Hey, okay not too much <laughs>
1: Just kidding. no but yeah like as far as in like you know a committed relationship with someone yeah it has been and <clears throat> as for me um I'm you know, when you desire marriage, you know, God, I feel like God places a desire in our hearts for marriage. And so when you desire something like that and you're still single, of course, you're going to feel like anxious, like, OK, when is it going to happen? Or you're going to feel um, I know for me, I, I was starting to feel um, as if I wasn't never going to get married. You know like i wasn't enjoying my single season i remember like especially in college you know in the women's ministry we even did like a whole conference on singleness and um, i remember remember reading this book um and um he was just talking about in his book how you know in single seasons you're supposed to be filling up any holes and stuff like that so i would read books about singleness and honestly yeah sometimes i get tired of those type of books But, you know, um, I would like listen to messages about him and all that to, you know, fill up this, this, like you said, the sadness, like in my feelings type about singleness. So um, I feel like now I am my perspective has definitely changed. I am starting to value this season more Um, especially when it comes to, like I said, like I have friends that are married or friends that are in committed relationships. And you know, when you're married, you have a whole nother responsibility. And like, let's say if I want to go to, you know, the movies with my home girl, whatever, a married person will have to ask their husband. I can just do it. You know? So sometimes I'm just like, Ooh, thank you Lord, you know, for this singleness. But, um, this definitely has been an interesting season in my life. Um, I've, I've grown. Um, At the end of the day, it's me pursuing wholeness. And so I had to be real with myself, honestly, and be like, am I really ready for marriage? And so I feel like this season for any woman who is single is a time of reflection, a time of healing, a time of growth. Yes, you will have your moments and times where you're like, I hate it here. I'm tired of being single because we all want that companionship. We all want that, you know, that feeling of. Not only somebody you can have as company, but somebody you can grow with and do life with. And I think that's my desire, you know. So, um, this yeah, this season has been very interesting. It, it's been hard, um, but it, it I don't know. It's worth it to me. So it's like I'm pursuing being whole. And uh, like, let's just talk about that. Because so many people are, you know, rushing this, this season of singleness and not realizing the true reason why you're single um I heard um uh, Darius Daniels I I always talk about him but I I heard uh Darius Daniel talks talk about you know how in your singleness um and preparing for a relationship two halves don't make a whole you know it's it's about you know one plus one you know like both of you are whole and so um I I believe that's what this whole season is about for me personally making sure that I'm whole making sure that I'm healed And um, making sure that I'm I'm keeping God first, too, because my thing is, I don't want nobody to come in and take God's place, you know. So if you're single and let's say it's like you're immature as far as in your singleness, like you're not fully healed already, getting into a relationship, what is that going to do for you? It's going to cause you to um, really put that person above the Lord. And that's not something that he desires. So. Yeah, for me, I know I went on like a tangent, but <laughs> for me, um yeah, it's definitely it has its good days and it has its bad days. And so, yeah. Mm,
0: yeah, that's good. And yeah, that's true. I feel like a lot of people think that, you know, when you meet the one they'll, you know, you know, the the, the false saying of they'll complete me, you know, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. or even some people talk about that in the sense of like, when they do talk about their significant others, like, yeah, he completes me, but um, that's never the goal. That's not the desire. Like you want to be whole within yourself first. And it's two holes, you know, making a big united whole, not, you know, two halves coming together and so yeah I do love this talk of or you know I would love us to talk or dive deeper into what does it really mean to be whole what does wholeness even really look like mm-hmm. um and that's not even just spiritually like even just wholeness like mentally wholeness like physically
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, what does that look like for us as women during the single season and how can we get to that place mm-hmm
1: Wow, this is like the Oprah Winfrey show. (laughs) No, but, um, for me, wholeness looks like, um, where you're not empty. Like the Lord is your everything. So it's like, if I am whole, I'm not looking at Sasha to fill up my needs because I already know that the Lord does it. um. wholeness is like I'm healed in areas I mean of course we're I don't believe that you have to be perfect before getting in a relationship before getting married but you do definitely want to be healed in certain areas so one thing um that I dealt with and am overcoming is insecurities so as far as uh, being aware of those insecurities um and how much you know detriment it can be to relationships just overcoming those insecurities and you know how you feel about yourself what you think about yourself um realizing where those things come from that's part of pursuing wholeness you know like i am i'm not because i don't know like every everything that we do always has a root so for example if I am angry in a relationship or if I don't want my man to be out too late, um, or I'm always looking through his phone. Listen, <laughs> been there. Um, I have to look at the root. What does that come from? It comes from some type of insecurity. So I had to even realize, like I had to do a reflection. Listen, I'm not I'm not the same person anymore because I can be honest to be like looking through somebody's phone is very tempting. It's not healthy and i didn't realize how unhealthy that was. and so in this season um just pursuing wholeness is overcoming those things such as insecurities, you know, um your self-worth. How do you feel about yourself? If i'm constantly feeling down on myself or um being negative towards myself, i have to look at the root. Why? Why am i doing that? Um because if not you get in a relationship and you you're putting so much expectation on that person to fill up that void or need that only god can um so to me wholeness is being aware of of your your true identity being aware of who you are in christ and allowing him to fill up those empty places filling up those needs so that you don't put such such a high demand on you know your spouse or even your friends put such a high demand on them to fill up a void um that only god can so what do you feel about that
0: yeah um Amen. That was really good. Yeah. When I think about wholeness, like it's really much the same thing, me being whole in Christ, you know, like I just feel like, you know, there's no, I don't know. There's no good thing that I have apart from Christ. So my wholeness comes from him because he's the only one that can really complete me. He's the only one that can truly like define me um, and show me my worth and my value. And I feel like even with this, with this season, um, what I'm learning is that he's enough, you know, like sometimes, I don't know if, if you're one of those people, but sometimes I can be like, you know, God, I'll be happy if I have this, or mm-hmm. I'll be happy if I'm in a relationship, but no, like in this season, he needs, he has to be enough, you know, he has to be enough because he completes me. And that's how I, and that's how we feel whole. Um, And so I, I kind of, now that I'm thinking about like our, even our previous episodes, how we talked about comparison and then friendship, I feel like, all roads led to this conversation because um, it ties into it. Just like when you talked about insecurities, like a lot of people are still going through insecurities, but you know, want to be in a romantic relationship, you know, and then they just bring in all that baggage into their into their new relationship, right? Or some people don't even know how to be good friends. If you don't even know how to be a good friend, how do you expect to be a good partner? You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then most importantly the number one thing is, what does your relationship with God even look like? Because every relationship in your life, whether that be friendship, whether that be um, a romantic relationship stems from your relationship with God, number one. Um, I remember like a a while ago, I remember hearing someone say this comment, which I think is so true, but um, the relationship you have with others is always going to be a direct relationship with the, it's always going to be a direct relationship Correlation with the relationship you have with Christ, um, and I thought that w- that was so good because it's it's so true. Like, you're not going to be able to ha- maintain or have any healthy relationships in your life if you don't have your relationship with God first of all. So, even when we talk about relationships today, number one, like, what does your relationship with God even look like? That's like really the number one
1: question. Are you asking me or are you asking the people?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm just like I guess I'm just talking, but like that's really like <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's true. That and that's so true. Like how you like you said, how you are towards others is your reflection on your relationship with the Lord. That is one thousand percent on honestly true. And um yeah, I, I agree. Like I had to and this is what I had to learn about myself. You know, I feel like sometimes and on a, thankfully, I'm thankful that we can be real with God, you know, because sometimes when we are still single in our singleness, we it's kind of like you feel like the Lord isn't enough, which is a total lie because he is. But if you're desiring this and you're waiting on this to happen to feel happy, it's kind of like saying like, Lord, you're not enough or Lord, you're not satisfying all of my needs, you know? and um one thing i had to realize about myself because i would also compare my season of singleness to what other women said how theirs went so there's like this really popular christian you know what is it like mogul i don't know like christian person yeah and she was just sharing her um, yeah influencer and she was just sharing her um like whole thing how she met her husband and stuff like that so i would like find myself like comparing like oh yeah we did we went through that uh-huh yeah we went through that okay you know so it's like and then one thing that you hear people say is be just tell the lord lord i'm content and the next thing you know months later i found my husband <sighs> I, I it may be true but honestly as a single woman especially like in my college years i was like so annoyed with that because i started believing that's how my season would look mm-hmm. like soon as I tell the Lord Lord I'm content in my singleness and then you know weeks later months later my husband would come well look at me now you know what I mean <laughs> so it's like um, I had to be real and be like okay like God yeah I want to be content in this season but also Lord I do want a husband I want a family Um and so one thing is also be learning how to be content in this season but I I believe it's not a bad thing to still desire you know more like still having that expectation that um that the lord will bless you with that desire that you have given him and at the end of the day like god don't god doesn't owe us anything you know like so um there's there's something that um sorry Darius angles talked about and uh it was like a relationship thing and he was just saying like there's some advice for singles and like how um if we b- believe that if we're a child of god that God has too many options for us to settle. So if I'm single and I'm desiring a relationship, it's important for me to pursue wholeness, for me to make sure my relationship with the Lord is right and in with others, you know, and and being content, but also knowing not to settle. Like God, God didn't run out of men, y'all. Let's just be clear. Okay, Sasha, you know, it feel like that sometimes. But he hasn't. Why, are you, okay.
0: why are you okay, Sasha? So,
1: no, I'm saying like for us. Like I'm speaking to us because oh, you know. Yeah. Listen, it's hard. Listen, it's hard out here for women of God. Yes. It's yes. Sometimes.
0: Especially okay. Let's talk about it. Especially as black women. Okay, I said
1: mm-hmm. it. She said she dropped that bomb. I but did. let's be real. Let's be real. It really is, and I wonder why. Why. <laughs> Like, uh, like, what is it, do you think? I mean, not going in, like, this whole tangent, but I feel like it is because <sighs> I hear so many things from so many men, like, oh, black women, they whatever, whatever, or uh, they too, they act like my mama or whatever. And so it's like, it is hard. I feel like the percent, I don't know the statistics, honestly, honestly so I'm not gonna just throw things out there. But from what I see, it does feel, Feel or seem like black women have a low percentage of concerning getting married. That's just what I see. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I didn't do any research, but you know. So yeah. why? Why is it like? Sometimes it does feel like we're to, like there's there's nobody left. So why Why?
0: <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> Honestly girl that's a whole nother conversation because the the list is full sis (laughs) but um yeah I do feel like when it comes to black women especially especially because just because like the labels that society places on us right we're always seen as aggressive or we're Mm -hmm. seen as you know not submissive or you know not polite and just I feel like we do have a lot of negative um things attached to us as black women um and then like even just I think i was i don't know the statistics i don't know the facts as well either but i was reading somewhere in like an article where it did say like you know it's black women we're the least desirable you know like we're the least desirable out of like the other races um and so that can be really discouraging but um ultimately it just goes back to like what she said like we still don't have we, we still should not choose to settle even with all those you know things that it seems that we have against us like the Lord, especially like if we do have that desire for marriage, because he's placed that desire there. um, He has good, he has a good person out there for us. So we don't have to listen to because it can be scary. It's just like, dang, like it just, and not even just scary, but just discouraging. You know what I mean? Like, okay, Lord, I do desire marriage, but it's like, it just kind of seems like I have like all these things against me. You know what I mean? And, and I really feel like that's the plan of the enemy because marriage is, is extremely important, especially like if God has Um, place that desire in your heart. I feel like there's something so powerful and significant about marriage. I know that our society likes to dwindle it um, and make it seem like it's so small or not important. And that's why you have some people that say like, I don't even care to get married. You know, I just want to have kids or something like that. But no, like for those, for those of us that have been called to marriage, there's something really significant and powerful about marriage. Um, And I just feel like, yeah, there's so many things like that we just kind of have that it seems that we have a working against us that can be discouraging, but just like you said, they're good men out there and we don't have to settle because God's, we don't have to settle for anything less than God's best
1: for us. Amen. Amen. And, um, that's so true. I remember when, um, like, like you said, like society's view on marriage, sometimes is the total opposite. And let's just be clear. Where does marriage come from? It comes from God, you know, like Christ and in the church we are you know we are his bride and so I that's where marriage com- comes from I remember in college when I had this strong desire just out of nowhere to get married and mind you like my mom was never married so at at one point when I was young I was like oh I don't need to get married you know and so I remember having this strong just desire come out of nowhere for marriage And it was so strong and I was just so tired of of feeling this way and still being single that I remember just saying like praying, God, take this desire from my heart. Take this desire from my heart. And I remember telling my mentor at that time and she told me like, no, don't, don't say that. Like, don't ask God to take away something that he actually placed in there, you know? So marriage does come from the Lord, but, uh, the whole purpose of what he's, having where he's having us in in this season of singleness it's like preparation like we need to see it and change our perspective as this is preparation because one thing that we don't want to do is hop in a relationship or hop in and get married out of feeling lonely or trying to fill up a void and then what ends up happening getting divorced you know so um thank god that this is like preparation this is a time where he's keeping me to keep me molded to keep me um to heal me and, and restore my heart and, and sh- reveal certain things to me so that I'm able to be ready for um, that husband uh, whenever the Lord decides to present me to him so this is definitely um, this is definitely a, a very like valid season this is an important season in our lives whether you know we see it as that or not and and like you said it does feel at times like as black women we have it harder than any other, you know, race. But I just feel like as, as women, honestly, you know, in, in whole, like, um, just so much, you know, expectations or so much, you know, insecurities that we have to Mm -hmm. overcome and deal with. It does cause, you know, all of these things, you know, in our singleness, it causes those insecurities. It causes us to feel like we're not enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, and yeah, and I love that we can just, tell God, like how we feel. Like I I do that. Like, Lord, like, yes, you're enough, you know, but you know, right now I would love for, you know, I would love to have someone just to hug, right? Or especially for those of y'all that have like physical touch as y'all's uh, love language. My
1: second one, yes. My
0: physical touch one. is not up there for me really, honestly. But um, but yeah, it's no, okay. It's to I tried to hug you. And... Yeah, it's like when people, I'll be like, move. <laughs> I think it's because like, I didn't really get hugged a lot as a
1: kid. So maybe that's mm. why it's like- it's so foreign. Listen, to me, right? I was just about to stop right there and say, okay, why? You know, cause a lot of times I feel like this is good too, to talk about certain things. Like why, am why am I this way? Why am I this way? Mm-hmm. Like what happened in my childhood? So like you said, physical touch was uh, not really seen a lot in mm-hmm. your your uh, household. So that caused you to not have that for me. Um, let me see physical touch. A little bit, yeah, but you know, sometimes too, when you, when you get it a lot, that's something that you want, or sometimes you may not get it. And so you start desiring it a lot when, when you get older. So quality time, I feel like my family, we always like, we was always in my uncle's house, always in my grandma You know, we are, we're such like a big family. So we're always together, especially on Sundays. So that's why I value quality time so much, you know, one, one love language, uh, that doesn't like really move me is words of affirmation mm. and that's one where like being affirmed and stuff is just like uh you know whatever okay thank you yeah so it doesn't really like me so it's like why do, are we like this because at the end of the day i believe you know the way we see ourselves is totally different from the lord so we may say yeah i'm not this type of person yeah i'm this angry person or yeah i get but it's like is that truly who god you know wants you to be or desires you to be so That's another important thing that in this season of singleness, this is like gives you the time to kind of go back to that trauma or go back to those things of of childhood that maybe you didn't receive or um, maybe you desired, but you never uh, got as a a kid and, and being able to, you know, bring those things to light so that you can be healed. But I'm not saying that, you know, with you, like as far as not getting physical, I mean, I feel like physical touch is something that's important. You know, we all need hugs and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. yeah sorry friend go ahead <laughs> um yeah so what
0: i was um, uh, what i was where, was where was i going with this again okay yeah i think where i was going with this was um yeah we can tell god how we feel like lord i know you're enough but you know right now i, I would love like a physical hug and you know i know that you're not av- i don't say available but you know you're not physically here to do that but um you can tell him you, you can trust him with your feelings you can trust him with your thoughts i think for me another um something that's really helped me during this season is just trusting God. Like, you know, if he doesn't have that coming my way, like a relationship coming my way in this season, it's because he's, He he doesn't see, he doesn't see it fit for me at this current time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I know that, you know, he has good plans for me, like, you know, like he says he does, then I can just trust that. I can trust that, you know, if, if he doesn't see that this is the right time for me, then because I trust his character and because I trust his word, you know, I can trust that it's just not the right time instead of me trying to like make it happen for myself or, um, go out of my own ways, you know, to, to, to establish a relationship when, when I know that it's not the right timing, but even just going back to what you said, like, yeah, this is also the season to, um, kind of revisit old traumas, like, and, and maybe unlearn some things that we, you did see, maybe, you know, um, with your parents growing up, whether maybe they were married, but you did see a lot of like negative, negative things within their marriage, you can think that that's normal and not even realize like, yeah, that was not a healthy relationship, what you witnessed as a child between your mom and your dad. So this is a season for you to really go back, you know, and assess it, assess the, assess the relationships that you witness in your own life and see, okay, are these healthy? Are these, are these biblical? Are these like God ordained? Because ultimately, me ultimately speaking, like my marriage should I feel like it mirrored is like a metaphor for um, like the unity that the Trinity has. I feel like, you know, God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy spirit. Um, and it's just this idea of one, you know, and, and the two become one, you know what I mean? So my marriage should, my marriage should look like look like the Trinity in a way. You know, my marriage should honor God. My marriage should be, it's a form of worship to God. Um, and because we are human, because you know, we don't always get it right, we're not perfect people, a lot of us have seen broken marriages, broken relationships. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even for me, like within my own family, like I, I didn't have perfect parents, right? And so there are a lot of things that I'm having to unlearn and, you know, tell myself, like, you know, I take the good, but I don't want to carry on like these bad negative things that I, I remember
1: seeing, you know, growing up. So mm mm-hmm. that's good. Do you feel like someone who grew up in a, a household where their parents were married and together have a better chance, not a better chance, but like, yeah, better chance of getting married than someone who grew up in a single-parent household? Have a better chance of getting married? <sighs> not a better chance, but like, doesn't have as many... Okay, so, like, this is how I used to feel because all of my friends growing up were married. I mean, their parents were married. (laughs) (laughs) Friends were married (laughs) in high school. (laughs) All of their parents were married, and I feel like Mm -hmm. I was, like, one of the ones who – you know, my mom, single parent, shout out to my mama, four kids, did it, did that thing, mm-hmm. you know? Shout out to every single mom that yes. is you know, having Listen. to raise their kids
0: on their own. Shout out to you or single dad, even. There's single dads out there too. Yeah. Shout out look. to you guys.
1: Yes. Look, the Lord be with you because yes. I literally was reflecting on my childhood and I was like, dang, you know, how my mama do that? And I look at me mm-hmm. like single, no kids, and I'm like, I know if I am like just kind of managing finances and all that, like I couldn't even imagine having four kids and being single. And, you know, so it's like, shout out to all the single parents. The Lord is with you, but um, definitely. Yeah. That's what, that was my mindset. Like, all my friends were, their parents were, you know, married and I, you know, grew up in a single parent household. And I'm like, then they would go off and they'll have relationships, successful relationships. And I'm, you know, so single. So my thought was like, dang, like, and I know it's not true of course, but I was like feeling like, okay, do people who see this a lot, you know, growing up have a better chance of healthy relationship, not a better, I don't want to say chance, but like, you know what I mean? I don't know the word. Not a better chance, but like uh, a better perspective where like they see uh, more healthy relationships that so they're going to have a healthy. Re- like, what do you feel about mm-hmm.
0: that? Um, I don't I don't honestly, I don't necessarily think so, because um, I do feel like, yeah, they two people might be married. But like I said, it might not be a healthy a marriage or a healthy relationship at all you know but mm-hmm. no party really wants to leave so I feel like even okay yeah we're married but I feel like maybe the kids or whoever else witnessed the marriage could witness a lot of like negative things and you know they think that that's normal like oh like maybe you used to see your you know your dad you know talk down on your mom all the time or make fun of the way she looked or something and you could think that that's normal like yeah that's normal for Um, two married people to talk bad about each other or constantly like scream at each other or constantly quarrel with one another. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's not normal. You know what I mean? So I don't think that, I don't think, I don't feel like growing up in a, okay. But then again, like you do have those people that did witness like, yeah, this was, I grew up in a two parent household, you know, where it was a healthy relationship. Um, And that can be good. You know, there are people that do have that too, but I don't feel like it changes your chances. Ultimately, what I've learned is that my um, where I when I think about marriage, like, yeah, like I said, my parents were married. And so I take the good of what I saw from that from that marriage. And um, I leave the bad because like I said, they're not perfect people. But I recognize that the first the first place I should be looking for or looking to um to define what marriage should look like is The Bible is the word of God Mm -hmm. and how Christ loved his bride, how Christ loved his church. That's exactly how I expect to be loved by my husband, the same way that Christ loved his bride so much so to the point where he was willing to give up his life for her is the same expectation that I have for my husband, you know. Um, But yeah, and I feel like that's the that's the number one place I look to um, to look to look for like, okay, God, what is marriage and what do you want my marriage to look
1: like? Mm-hmm. That's so true. And that's and that's the Bible, you know. It says husbands love your wife as Christ loves the church. Mm-hmm. So That's so true. That's the ultimate goal for, you know, to be pursued and loved um, the way that G- Jesus loves us as his bride. And so, yeah, yeah, you're so right. I, I do, like my whole perspective has changed on that too a while back because, you know, growing up, that was my mindset. Like, dang, mm-hmm. and so I would feel discouraged. But, yeah, that's definitely inaccurate so if someone else is feeling that way um yeah it's not true
0: but yeah this is such a great talk um
1: and yeah, I'm ready feel, for part two I know
0: I feel like there's just so much we want to talk about but we just don't want to like talk forever on here but um so yeah it's like I just want you to know if you're single, like we're going through it with you too. And, um, it's okay. Like, it's okay to have good days. It's okay to have bad days, but Mm -hmm. ultimately like, you know, just like Joe said, like, this is a season to be thankful for. And there's so many things we can learn. There's so many gems we can take from it. And it really just Mm -hmm. depends on your perspective. You know, like you can see this season as the worst season of your life, or you can see it as the best. So we hope that, you know, you're encouraged after listening to this and, um, yeah, like he, what, at, the, at the right time, he'll find you. I think that's another thing. Like, you mm-hmm. know, as you're doing what you're, you've been called to do as you're serving in your purpose. And likewise, as he's doing what God has called him to do and he's serving in his purpose, you know, I think the beauty of it is that you guys kind of like just cross paths, right? It's not that it's not you looking for him, but like, you know, as you're doing what the Lord has called you to do, um, he, he will find you. So,
1: <clears throat> and, and, and um, just talking about too, like some things that we can do as, in the season of singleness, like to help us being able to navigate and all that. I mean, we still talk about going to counseling and um, therapy, in- therapy. Need- yeah, therapy, yes. Do, do not wait until you're in a relationship to or in a marriage to do that. Do it now. This is the time. The time is now. Um, like we talked about, learn yourself. Know mm-hmm. who you are. Because it's, 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 oh my gosh, it's the worst thing to try to get someone else to validate you or, you know, tell you who you are. No, ask the father, ask the creator who created you. Who am I? Who have you called me to be? It's important to know who you are, know and understand your purpose. Um, God may not reveal the totality of it, but this is the time to pursue that first, and um, just walk in obedience Um, make sure you're being healed and, and you're being poured into and. Um. yeah, those are the important things to do in this season of singleness, you know, because some people are about like, what do I do? Like, you know, like if I want to get better, what do I do? Um. Yeah. Therapy, go to go into counseling, you know, go into the word of God, ultimately, you know, and really pursuing that uh, relationship with him. Like, who has the Lord called me to be? Mm-hmm. Um. That's something that you you need clarity of. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's so good. This is I something. agree with
1: all so of <laughs> <laughs> definitely come back um, and listen and join us for part two of our uh, relationship talk. This mm-hmm. has been, this has been good. It's like crazy how everything is just flowing, like yes. from comparison to friendship to um, lonely seasons. And now we're talking about, you know, relationships and navigating singleness. So yeah, definitely. Um, come back guys we love you all thank you so much for tuning in to the unveiling her podcast don't forget um new episodes will drop on mondays and if not already follow us on instagram at the unveiling her
0: podcast love y'all And please comment we love to we would love to hear from you guys yes Yes.
1: engage Yes. yes
0: yes this is this is an open space for us to have healthy and engaging conversations so But yeah, hope to hang out with you guys on the next one. Bye.